This feels so, so good. Welcome to From the Bronx with Love, a podcast where we explore pop culture, food, music, and as a bonus, random rants all done with a multicultural lens. We're your hosts, Karen and Dom. Welcome back, everyone. I know it's been a while since we last recorded, almost a month. No, over really? a month. So, Dom, yes, yep. The last episode was published, I believe, uh, in October, before Halloween, Oh, my I goodness. Well, yeah. we have a good excuse, and we're about to talk about it. <laughs> Well, yes, we've both been very busy, and that's why, you know, sometimes our schedules get a little bit complicated, but yeah, we're working on some exciting stuff. So since we are on that topic, Dom, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, um, so it was our birthday month of November. Well, we're still in November, but um, yeah, we, I don't know, I decided to really... um, treat myself, pamper myself, spoil myself, um, by taking very long breaks, eating a lot of, um, cookies and cakes, watching a lot of movies, sleeping in. So that is probably why there has not been much content because <laughs> my mouth has been busy eating brownies. Well, that sounds yummy. Yeah, uh, yummy and not great for my glucose levels. Oh. (laughs) That's why it's not great. Okay, I see. Well, I mean, I haven't been able to make it to the gym either just because work has been crazy. And I've been trying to just get all these deadlines out of the way so that I have a better holiday time and I have celebrated my birthday took a day off and then then because I took a day off that just pushed everything back and then I had to come in early the following Mm -hmm. days just to get back on Mm -hmm. track so that one day cost oh my goodness yeah but it was well worth it. I had planned on doing so much shit on that day off, and I did nothing. I spent all day in bed, which was beautiful. Of course. You know me. I'm, uh, I am pro-sleep anywhere. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, this time I did a U-dumb. I just spent my whole day sleeping, eating, and it was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I did several weeks of that. <laughs> I think a day is good, though, if you're going to um, treat yourself really well and really in, like embark in self-care. A, we- a day, um, maybe a weekend. Several weeks continuously gets to be a lot. Um, but again, it was my birthday. I had to make up for... 28 years of not doing self-care. Just kidding. I've done self-care before. (laughs) But yeah, I just uh, revealed I'm 28 years old. I am very close to the age where I'm going to be pulling a Karen and telling people I'm 21. I've been doing that for so long. Karen's been 21. But honestly, sometimes I forget. (laughs) Karen's been 21 for a decade now. (laughs) 
Well, I hope to look 21 forever. Well, you definitely do. That's the thing. I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm being a little conflicted with this now. So because I haven't been able to go to the gym, I did gain a few pounds, mm-hmm. which is not terrible, okay? It's not. But the thing is that everything goes to my face, mm-hmm. okay? So I've been looking at pictures of myself, and I just look, like, so cheeky. And <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm letting my hair grow. Mm-hmm. I have said that I've noticed this about my face. I'm like... When I ever, whenever I put like my hair down, it frames my face really in a way that doesn't look like I have a double chin. Um, yeah. yeah, I know how that feels. So, so that is the reason why my hair is long. You know, I love my cute little short hair, but with these cheeks, it's just not a good balance. <laughs> I mean, I I think cheeks are adorable, and I love. All bodies. Yeah. But I need to hit the gym. That's for sure. Okay. So once all these crazy, crazy deadlines are out of the way, I will be going at least three days a week. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's like at most you could do. Like for like for people who like are working full time, like unless you're a trainer or like your job is to be in the gym, I think the average is like three days a week. So, yeah, that is what I'm going to try to do. So how did you spend your birthday? Oh, okay. Yes. Let's start with that. So I had a hot pot dinner with a couple of friends. And from there, we went to karaoke. We stayed there up until I think it was like 4.30 in the morning. And then Sunday, I went to dinner at like this bougie restaurant because why not? (laughs) Mm-hmm. And on Monday, which was my actual birthday, November 18th, I was all day napping. And I also did some shopping, which I'm still currently doing because November is not over. So it's still my birthday mm-hmm. month. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. Nice. 4.30 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. I could never. Okay. So here is the thing about that. I usually celebrate my birthdays well off into the morning hours because I was born at four in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think it's fair to celebrate up until that time. Ooh, thank God I was born at 11.35 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, usually that's why my celebrations go on for so long. And then usually when we go to karaoke, it's just... We keep going and going, and time just flies. That's awesome. I still would be napping in the corner. Do you like karaoke? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've gone to, I've had karaoke my, I think, what, it's my 23rd birthday. Okay. Um, I think a lot of things are overpriced with karaoke, though. Yeah, yeah, it is, kind of. Um. But yeah, I was a musical theater major, so I do like singing and performing. But oh, wait, um, and we have been to karaoke twice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I remember, why was I forgetting <laughs> this? Yeah, I mean, I don't do, like. I know people who 
do karaoke like quite frequently, I'm not that person. Oh no, no, no. That's but I think it's fun. I think it's a fun activity. Like of all the things that you could do, um, I mean, I think there's like a lot of things you can do that revolves around just drinking and like partying and clubbing in the city, but like going a little bit past that and doing some other activities. I think karaoke's up there. Um, yeah. Yeah. As like, like really fun adult activities that don't really require like clubbing or just like sitting at a bar. (laughs) Yeah kept it small which was the best and I am obsessed with hot pots so I just needed to take everyone there yeah that I know I'm not a big fan of um is that ramen right uh yeah it's it's basically like ramen a little bit I don't like soup (laughs) I don't like hot liquids I mean I have soup on occasion um usually when I like when my body is craving it because like I'm sick okay. or cold, but I don't, I don't like soups. I, you see, I like a chicken soup and I always prefer to eat it when it's cold outside, mm-hmm. but ramen and hot pot, I just think like you can never go wrong with it. Like there's mm-hmm. never a wrong time with it. But the thing that I like the most about hot pot is that uh, you can pick the different types of broths that you like. So, for example, vegetable, chicken, uh, spicy. And then you also pick your sides. So they have vegetables, they have dumplings, they have glass noodles, which are my obsession. I could eat an entire pot of just hot, um, glass noodles. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll try hot pot and ramen. Um, I just know that's never something I've like gravitated towards only because I was like, oh, it's like, a soup, kind of. Yeah, yeah it is. But you, you see, for me, even with ramen or hot pot, what I do is I usually eat all of the noodles and the veggies, but I don't really finish the liquids or, like, the broth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I do that with everything, That like, even soup. Well, no, chicken soup is a little different because I put a lot of jalapeno and limon, well, lemon mm-hmm. And it's just so delicious that I just eat everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, But hot pot is a little bit different. Like I usually just like the broth so that everything cooks in there. But after that, I just take the dumplings or whatever out of there and eat it. But yeah, I think I should take you to my favorite spot, Dom. Um, It's Ipuro, right? Well, yes. Ipuro is my favorite for ramen. But mm-hmm. for hot pot, it's this one is in Chinatown, and it's called uh, Hot Pot and Barbecue something. I don't, I, I can't remember the name exactly, but I know where it is. Okay. Uh huh. Oh yeah, this feels so so good. We them guys, let me bring you on the block. This the movie, Red Box. We don't like the Red Sox. Fire hydrants on blast when the town get hot. Drink tequila by the house. speaking of food, if you ain't from mm-hmm. here, you what are your plans here, for Turkey Day? We've touched this topic before. Yeah, I'm like not like 
my parents don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So it's like not really like a hol- like Christmas is my holiday. Um, a holiday that like, I don't know, it's not super important, I okay. guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but um we're, I'm just going to go to family's house and, like, I don't know, like, what we normally eat is, there is the turkey that is made. And then all the sides are, like, all Caribbean. So, like, it's, like, all of, like, the Haitian fixings, like, rice and beans, fried plantains, um, uh, macaroni au gratin. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait, we do have some mashed potatoes, actually. And um, what was I going to say? I forget the rest, but it's a, it's, it's a bounty of food that, like, I think the most, like, traditional part of it is, um, is just, uh, what was I going to say, is just the turkey, though. The okay. turkey is the most, like, traditional Got it. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have turkey because no one in my house knows how to prepare it. Mm-hmm. So we always have pozole or tamales or rotisserie chicken. We also make uh, chicken cutlet with some salads. Uh, we have tres leches cake. Mm-hmm. No, nothing apple pie or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for us, it's more of like a warm up for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's how we we uh, that's how we see it. Yeah. And this time it's going to be Thanksgiving in my place, uh, Christmas in Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. New Year's. This this time New Year's is just like everyone is going to do their own thing. That's nice. I can't do my own thing on New Year's. Why? It's always, we gotta, like, say thank you to the new year, to God and... Church, right? Mm-hmm. It's always church. Oh. <laughs> always, without a, without fail. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this year I'm a little undecided on what I'm going to do for New Year's. But overall, I'm excited for the holidays. I bought myself a little Christmas tree. Just, like, a cute little one from my room. Mm-hmm. Because I'm already in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching lots of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how I've been getting into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, I've been listening to Christmas songs. Um, okay. I just want to do a little shameless plug. We we have a Christmas playlist ourselves from the Bronx with Love has a Christmas playlist. Um and so if you guys are in the mood, go and listen to all of our, you know, curated best takes because we <laughs> should also be DJs in addition to podcast hosts and girl bosses and presidents. Well, me, president. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I've been doing, I, so you know me, Celine Dion, Oh Holy Night on repeat. Celine Dion, <laughs> always on repeat. Um <laughs> Yeah, I love Christmas so much. Me too. 
So that's why now I want to celebrate it more because I just, now that I'm getting a bit more mature, it just feels like Christmas flies by. It's like, oh, what? It's over. Mm-hmm. So this year, that's why I'm watching more Christmas movies. I started listening to Christmas music right after Halloween. Now I have my tree. So yeah. Yeah, I um, I one of the, one of the reasons why I also am not like a huge huge fan of Thanksgiving is that it will sometimes fall on my birthday, oh, which right. it did last year. Um, but I um always am really happy when I like know like the the Thanksgiving marker has hit because I'm like, it is Christmas. Like the whole month of December is Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't pass by that quickly. <laughs> okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Well, last year for me, it did. I don't know why. I'm probably because you were busy. Oh yeah. Working hard. I guess. But yeah, this, this year I'm enjoying it more. Um, I've been, Oh, Surprisingly, I'm not going to do that much uh, Christmas shopping this year. Ooh, why is that? Because I realized that it makes no point in gifting so much things that at the end of the day, most people don't really need or use. I'm being very selective with the the things that I get, Mm -hmm. my loved ones. Interesting. How do you know that they don't use it? Because... I never see them wear it. Oh, okay. So, so you gift a lot of clothing. <laughs> yeah, I like to give uh, clothing most of the time, but I don't know if it's people just are very picky when it comes to clothing or something. But yeah, I just don't see them wear it that often. Uh, so now I'm just like, you know what? Screw you. Mm-hmm. You're just getting socks. Yeah, socks are important. Well, yeah, that's true. I needed socks the other day for the gym, and I was like, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You wish someone had gifted you socks. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, but, yeah, I'm not going crazy with my uh, Christmas shopping this year, which I'm very happy because I really don't want to spend that much money. Mm -hmm. See, that's the only thing I want on Christmas is money. So... If your parents give you money, they don't... Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get money for my birthday and Christmas. I like to be surprised with, Mm-mm. you know, physical things, but most people give me money. And I'm like, no. like. Oh, no. I'm like, yes, thank you. This goes towards my phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I can see that. I like not spending my own money. Hello, Princess 101. Oh yeah, this feels so, so good. We them guys, let me bring you on the block. This the movie, Red Box. We don't like the Red Sox. Fire hydrants on blast when the town get hot. Drink tequila by the ounce at the hookah spot. I think people might be wondering why we were not in each other's celebrations. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Well, if you guys couldn't figure out when I was like, ooh, four o'clock in the morning is a lie. Um, Because Karen party's hard. (laughs) Karen party's really, really hard. And 
I am currently, oh my goodness, I'm going to be outing myself as not a current resident of the Bronx, but my heart is in the Bronx. Um, I, due to circumstances called, I don't want to pay rent while filming a, um, a, a documentary almost on my own. Um, <laughs> I have moved back home and uh, temporarily, um, temporarily because it is time to leave um, <laughs> with my parents being my parents. Um, yeah. So there is, even if I wanted to stay, there's always going to be a bit of a, um, uh, what was it? What would you call it? Or curfew yeah. thanks to NJ Transit. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my friend, Angie, who we had on the podcast earlier this year, she also mm-hmm. lives in Jersey now. And every time we have to go out and party, she stays over at my place now. And whenever we hang out after work during the week, mm-hmm. I feel like now she's like Cinderella. She's like, okay, by this time, I have to leave because I have to catch my bus at this time because if I don't, it's just chaos after that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> now she has a curfew. And I feel like she's just like Cinderella running across the city trying to catch her bus. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> she has a nice house and she has a pool. So during the summer, it is awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, that is usually how, yeah, it is very cinderella like you know at the stroke of midnight like everyone who like lives in um new jersey or long island we just like we can't we gotta go (laughs) we gotta go and it just does it like i never really used to have many complaints about transportation but it has gotten significantly worse when both the mta and the NJ Transit are not working as consistently as they should. Right. Um, so I super hate going into the city now. Oh, no. Because the MTA is... Mm-hmm. We know. <laughs> Horrific. We know. Oh, and speaking about the MTA, there's this new thing. I think it's called... Okay, no, because Subway Surfing, there's a game for the iPod, isn't it? Subway Surfers? Dom, do you know that again? I don't know this game, no. Okay, well, I don't know if it originated from this specific game, but there is a game for the iPhone, and I believe it's Android too. It's called Subway Surfers, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just, it's this little animated cartoon that goes around, like runs on top of trains and then you also have to collect coins and you have to make sure you're not hit by a train because then, you know, you die and you lose your coins, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, people are taking it seriously. And they are subway surfers. So Kind of like people who, like, like Pokemon Go? No, no, no. People... Riding on top of trains. Wait. What? Yes. Teenagers. Okay, I, I'm not even going to say people. Teenagers riding on the top of trains, like moving trains, okay? 
And recently, there was a teenager that died on the Southern Line, and this actually happened on Queensboro Plaza. And it would happen around 9 p.m. on Saturday, and you know that line had to shut down. I think for about two or two to three hours, be before you know police came and emergency, all that. Yeah. It's, it's a thing now, I, I, as bad as it sounds, but teenagers are doing it now. I thought you knew about this. No. Yeah. So they record That's... themselves surfing the train lines, and apparently it's popular now, but someone just lost their lives. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, there's been a ton of... Um... What was I going to say? There's been a ton of um, trends, I would say, over the years that young people participate in mm-hmm. um, that, you know, tend to be incredibly dangerous or even cost their lives. Like, Tide Pods um, was one in most recent history. Like, why are you eating, like, chemicals uh, in the first place? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's so odd. That is really weird. I thought you were like saying like they're taking it seriously. Like they, it's like such a, it's like a competitive game now. And I was like, oh, okay. That's like so weird. They're like actually surfing in real life. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hmm. So I have not seen videos like related to this on Instagram or anything, but I know that there's this new app called TikTok, which is becoming really popular. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure if the videos are there. And another reason why I bring up apps right now is because I want to briefly talk about Instagram starting to remove likes on posts. So mm-hmm. now, for example, if you post something, you can see that it got 30 likes. But if I'm looking through your feed, I won't be able to see how many likes your post got. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying that maybe Instagram is doing this in order to avoid uh, the fact that a lot of teenagers feel, uh, I guess, insecure because their posts are not getting a certain amount of likes. Or it's, it, be, it also becomes like this competition thing, right? But... Mm-hmm. How does it become competitive when you remove the competitive element? Okay, well, no, no, no. Before, when people were able to see likes. So I could, even mm-hmm. if your post got 10 likes, oh. I would be able to see that. But now I can't. So mm-hmm. what Instagram, the reason they gave behind this is that, you know, it, to reduce the competitiveness of it. I got it, got it. I thought people were becoming more competitive now that the likes were No, 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 no. Got it. Continue. (laughs) And we both are in this marketing... So, Well, you used to be. I am still. (laughs) Yeah, I am very much transitioning to be a... um, full-time filmmaker which is another it's it is stressful in in its own right so I have not escaped any stress (laughs) if anyone's wondering but since we were both in the same field uh we know how important all these metrics are in terms of likes comments uh 
Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, YouTube has dislikes. So all of these metrics are important to us because of the job mm-hmm. that we do. But I was starting to view it a little bit different because there's a lot of platforms out there that will give you certain data that is not necessarily visible to everyone. For example, the number of saves a post gets or the amount of views a story gets. So there's different platforms that are mm-hmm. trying to pull all of this information. But now it makes me wonder mm-hmm. because Instagram influencers can make money from a sponsored post, but Instagram doesn't take a cut from that, like YouTube does with, right. uh, with the ads that they serve. So now it makes me wonder whether Instagram is really doing to protect ki- doing the removing likes to protect kids or because they're developing some other software that they will eventually sell for everyone who wants to see these likes, especially for companies like us. Come on. Come on. What do you think? <laughs> Come on. I think it's that. And once Instagram has yeah. all, the, all the data, and they're not giving it to everyone. Like there's still some that they're keeping it to themselves. And in order for us to see how a campaign performed, we have to request screenshots. But since Instagram has all this information handy, they can easily develop another type of platform where it's like, oh, pay this amount of money yearly and you'll be able to see all this information. So I, I think they're working on something. Mm-hmm. They are manufacturing a need that you didn't realize you needed. And so they can then sell you Mm -hmm. the solution. Yeah, exactly. Because up till now, no other, uh, I guess, like performance platform has been able to pull everything that Instagram Mm -hmm. should be giving us. So it's a little suspicious for me. (laughs) And... Also, because of social media and Facebook and Instagram and all of these other platforms, they basically developed the monster, you know? This yeah. This thing about how many likes does people do people get and the thumbs up and all of this. So they built this monster that now is out of control. And apparently now they are trying to, like, control it. But I don't know. It seems a bit sketchy to me. Yeah. Um, I, since it's been like really been out in the open, the kind of business model that Facebook has and what has been basically adopted by everywhere that collects your data, I'm skeptical of any kind of platform being Mm -hmm. ethical, to be honest. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. So uh, for some people, I I believe it started in Australia where that's where they started testing it out. Uh, Mm -hmm. Australia has like so many influencers. It does. So that's when they, they started rolling it out. But I can still see other people's likes. So I don't know if it's like a slow transition or something, but so far. Could be they could be like just testing it and see how popular it is. Yeah, it could be. No, I mean I have been very online and um 
bought three books, which is terrible, but I'm really actually trying to, um, be better at reading more and I want to read like two, three hours a day out of my day. Um, so I have, you know, going back to the subject of, um, birthdays trust me this is going to come full circle um I'm going somewhere with this (laughs) going back to birthdays I have said that like instead of doing the whole new year's resolution my new year literally started November 22nd not January 1st my new birth year you know what I mean my new year of life so I'm going by that metric and I, speaking of social media apps, will be reducing my time online. And I know a couple of you do follow me who listen to this podcast um, and find me entertaining because I'm just a big old hot mess. Um, Sorry to tell you, you're going to have to, you know, get Netflix or something, find your entertainment elsewhere because I will not be providing it. Um. But I do think I want to. I have so many things that I I have so many books to read um, and to reread. I'm actually thinking of, although I say I don't want to be too online, and this is really specifically pertaining to Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? For Instagram, I would like to start maybe a book. Instagram where I do talk about the books that I'm reading and review it and so like that keeps me accountable um yeah but that's pretty much it um I guess I won't be an influencer now that there won't be any likes (laughs) but I still think they would keep me accountable posting um and reviewing books I don't know bookstagram maybe youtube channel I don't know but I do want to, I want to do something that marries the two things that I do love, which is talking a lot and um, reading. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mentioned that your new year starts on the day of your birthday, I told my brother the exact same thing. Oh, why are we twins? I don't know. Well, we're both 21, so. <laughs> we are, yes. But I did mention to my brother, I was like, yeah, why wait until the New Year's when my New Year starts November 18th? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm also taking it the same way. We're so brilliant. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, this feels so, so good. We them guys, let me bring you on the block. This the movie, Red Box. We don't like the Red Sox. Fire hydrants on blast when the town get hot. Drink tequila by the ounce at the hookah spot. If you ain't from here, you cannot survive here. Moving on to highlights. I know we have highlighted this individual, and we've had him as a guest. It's our baby. (laughs) Our collective baby. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes, Armando. (laughs) Yes, Armando, because the new season of Undocumented Tales is around the corner. So I wanted to highlight him because I'm pretty sure that everyone by now has seen the trailer for, for the new season. And it looks like there's going to be some drama. So I'm really looking forward to it. I saw some familiar faces as well. So, yes. 
Uh, I'm excited for it. I marked my like I follow. Well, we both follow him on Instagram, and he has like this one story where he's like, "Have you marked your calendars?" And like, I know he's like, you know, just being like, "Just remember the date." I'm like, no, I literally marked my calendar for this. Yes, me too. So everyone, please, if you haven't done so, mark your calendars, December 15th, okay? That is when the new season is out. So give him all the support. I know he's been putting a lot of work into this. And Dom, I know that you know very well how much shooting a series takes. So everyone, please give him all the support. I know that he's been doing some screenings mm-hmm. as well. So I'm I'm really excited for what he has for the future. So go support him. And can I do anyone who um, wants a unconventional highlight? Yeah, okay. so it's go for it. I'm not highlighting me <laughs> per se, but I am um directly involved in this, but I did want to, I mean, I've been sharing a lot of these updates with Karen personally, or if you do follow me on Twitter and you follow the non-crazy aspects of what I post, um, (laughs) I have been sharing little by little what's been going on with the film, but I do want to highlight, um, that we've made such immense progress from like, August till now, even though I have been probably working on this project since April, um, like really working on pre-production. Um, and then we launched our, our, um, crowdfunding campaign, which is made through more than $3,000 thanks to like the generosity and goodwill of my friends and family and people who are connected to this project. So I'm really happy about that and grateful, um, to say the very least. Um, but yeah, we have been making really great strides. I, <laughs> ah, I, um, have gone as far as being on stage, um, at the Michael book show, um, this past weekend to talk about it. And although I did tell Karen or just like admit that I was like, a music theater nerd in high school, music theater versus actually talking um, on stage as yourself with no pretending or pretension at all is radically different. Um, So that was not easy, but for the film, it was was such a great opportunity to just like have that space to talk about it in front of a sold out show. Wow. <laughs> um, so I didn't want to highlight that and I wanted to highlight, you know, some of the progress we have secured some more people with, um, with our crew who we'd like to advance forward with. And I just want to put it out there that, um, there's a lot going on with reproductive, uh, health rights and justice. And one of the things that you don't immediately think, um, plays into maternity, mortality, and morbidity, which is, you know, um, anti-choice legislation. Um, but it does, it is all part of it. Like, I think what the, one of the 
points of this film is to have a more holistic view of like what it means to have like your reproductive um, health be policed or not cared, not tended to or cared for or just right. like in general, what it means to be a reproducting, reproducing individual, whether or not you choose to reproduce, you know what I mean? We still mm-hmm. have yeah. the organs, um, not to be too <laughs> biological. Anyways, um, I think we should have a more holistic view of that. And like, that does include tackling, um, how the state intervenes in our own bodily autonomy. And that goes down to like the states like, uh, Georgia, Texas, um, Missouri, um, Ohio and Louisiana and how they're real in Kentucky, um, to name a few who have like really, really draconian laws around abortion. Um, one of the states that I just mentioned, Louisiana, actually, um, small, small, but really monumental, um, movement, uh, some of the Louisiana clinics have had with the center for reproductive rights is that they will be presenting oral testimonies, um, to the Supreme court, uh, in March, which is kind of big. And, um, I think it would be rather fabulous, (laughs) um, if my crew and I could go down there and, um, document that. So, a little bit of a highlight where I'm like, we're doing a lot, but I also really want to encourage people who are listening um, to share the campaign that we're, we, we're still doing. It's a GoFundMe. There's no deadline, um, but to share the campaign and to um, contribute if you can, because oh, it would be great to um, start documenting things like certain places um in march that's kind of a pretty big get to get on camera everyone now knows as a christmas present to dom please go and donate (laughs) if you haven't done so already for her birthday yes (laughs) (laughs) well i think this wraps up our episode since Mm -hmm. this is going live on turkey day thanksgiving we're going to keep it on a positive note, even though the world is not 100% perfect, but mm-hmm. let's just keep this one happy and not send everyone to hell. Oh, yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> Except, like, the first colonists who made Thanksgiving into what it is, even though they literally genocided people and removed them from the land. We should always remember that. But <laughs> I am thankful for... Um, again, all the support that I have had um, for the film. I'm thankful for the life that I'm leading. I'm thankful for my wonderful partner in crime and host. Um, but still, remember the history of Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening. Make sure that you go and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And feel free to send us an email at onthebronxwithlove at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Buenas noches. Adios. Oh, yeah, this feels so, so good. This podcast was executive produced by Karen Almonte. You can follow us on social media to keep up with your favorite Bronx ladies.
From the Bronx with Love is part of Anthology House Media. You cannot survive here, but you with the crew, so you can come disguise here. Step up in our shoes, let us give you the news and tell you all the things that others who scared to. My city worldwide, so how can I fear you? We wasn't raised on the sick code, I'ma spare you. This is not a scene that you can compare to. You might as well soak it all in while you here, dude. Cause this is the birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun. I said, birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun. And that's from the Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love, oh, oh, oh. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with Whoa, Bronx with love, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa.